Hey guys, welcome to episode 278 with my awesome guest, Maria Blasucci. Uh, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Jesse for your awesome email and uh, wish everyone a belated International Women's Day and I uh, hope you're having a great March. This is a quick intro, but uh, listen, it's a nice tight episode. I need you to get involved uh, right away. I'll talk to you soon. Now entering Nerdist.com. Now I feel because I have such a fond memory of you trying to pull up oh, uh, no. a description of your um, what I was doing uh, the big ones mm-hmm. and suddenly realized. So when I was there, you normally would read a little something at the beginning. Yes, and then I have realized you didn't have gotten lazy. Right. And I never memorize it for the podcast I do with Amanda Lund and I never memorize it and so I always have to look at it but then I've gotten lazier recently where I don't open my computer to look at it uh-huh. and so I think I can do it and I never can and then it's become a little bit of a bit but also like I don't know what it is uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so um it's silly I enjoyed it very much well thanks I enjoyed it it felt like I was suddenly watching someone at like like maybe like a spelling bee yeah that because is what there was, it was. A, cl- a, cl- a like a closed eye concentration yeah. you're seeing it maybe you're trying to picture it in your head and i never do and you know <laughs> you never do i'm trying as hard as i can no i'm gonna memorize it i'm gonna memorize it i think it's something like um welcome to the big ones each week we just see <laughs> i don't because i only know a couple words which is brain busting moral questions right and you have to then try to fabricate something around that that sounds familiar mm-hmm. that was previously yeah. written yeah um what was i gonna say that reminded me of something so specific i think oh this is what i was gonna say i was gonna say you this is the time for you to enjoy this process of not having it memorized because at a certain point, um, and someone had just brought this up to me recently about spontaneation, that Paul has had to explain things so much that oh. he you, he started trying to juice it up for himself by just like, sound on the hill, I just got like this, and you can't really hear what I say, because he's so used to it that he's like, it's, right. it's that thing that happens, I think, where you're like, I've said this so many times, I'm now trying to keep it alive for myself this by saying it I in a weird, stupid way. This is the so way I this keep what it I'm alive. Saying. Like, this is, these are the golden years yeah. right here. Oh, when no when you're on the other side of that, and you're like, oh my God, I've said this yeah. so many remember times. The, remember when I didn't know what I was saying? Yeah. Remember when I couldn't remember? Remember how charming those that was God, when I was still I, new I and crisp? It. Yeah. Yeah. So really just, yeah, dig your feet in and dig your feet in. No, that's like a stubborn thing. I wanted to be more like, dip your feet, like get get it all over, like sink into the mud bath of right now (laughs) rather than like sticking, (laughs) putting your foot down and sticking your feet in. My head's underwater. I'm submerged. (laughs) No, 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 that's, (laughs) you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Don't do that. Sorry. Side note, have you done the full like mud bath, like sit in Mm -mm. a full, I haven't either. I think I might feel smothery. I've always wanted to go to a Korean spa. Yeah, and I've not done that either. And get just scrubbed down. Like aggressively, aggressively. by people who may or may not 
secretly hate you yeah and are taking it out on you yeah i'm not saying the korean people hate american people i'm saying the women Sounds as like i'm are. told it really did sound like that i'm saying that from the anecdotal uh evidence i've received from friends they have said it's so aggressive that you're almost are like what did i do to you like we've just met cute little lady but is your skin baby soft afterwards? I'm sure it is. That's what I I'm want. I'm sure it is. That's what I want. Yeah. But you don't I want it to that. be like painful to, to the touch. Like, ah, ooh, I just went to the, or do it, you? Well, no, no, I don't. But if it's going to lead to being baby soft in like an hour, yeah, I will. Yeah. Your skin looks like it already. It was probably in a it's been, state yeah, of no, baby no, no. soft. So a woman, I woke up this morning and a woman aggressively scrubbed me. <laughs> Every morning. Every, Every morning. morning. Imagine if you were, we were ro- like royalty in that mm-hmm. era where... You wake up and just you just get hampered. And I say that with a kind of disdain that word sort of brings for me, which is like it almost it that feels oppressive. The word pamper to me, I mean it's also a diaper. That's probably part of it. Yeah. But it that even feels oppressive. Like having that much attention on you all the time seems like Ooh, you're yes. a mud bath. You're a person who's a mud bath. Yes. You know, this makes me think of my favorite television show ever broadcast which is a pbs reality series called manor house i don't know if you've seen it now listen i've seen it but my favorite is frontier house yes I and by the way you? i rarely does anyone know what i'm talking about oh so i've I'm seen the entire house gold pink that the- you would bring up manor house to okay. me this is a real gift <laughs> this feels like a real they gift. just put it on uh amazon which and i rewatched the entire series yeah i gotta watch it again because i think i I feel like here's what I think I watched it when it was airing and then I like kind of dropped out. I like maybe went to go work on something or right. and I forgot to finish it. So I've only seen it's, I think half. Frontier House is wonderful. Uh, those kids that, you know, um they're little shits and then they start like learning about the outdoors and then all of a sudden yeah. they're just like a lot of fun and then that married couple that lives in their log cabin that they built themselves. Okay, it's great. It's great. And it made me feel so proud to be from Arizona in a way I was almost embarrassed by. I was like, I think I feel I'm feeling the call of the frontier. I'm feel have like you I'm a seen frontier the one that woman. takes place? Oh no, that one takes place in te- Texas. Oh yeah, the ranch house. one didn't do anything for me. It didn't. Eat it was for about me the frontier. It was about the like we made it this far. Here's our beautiful land, which is not too hot. Let me ask Got you this: some... Have you seen Regency House Party? No. Okay. Wait, what's Regency House? It's Party? the same series. Okay. But it takes place in England during Jane Austen times, and it takes place during a summer in what would be a Regency house party. So a bunch of single women and a bunch of single men oh my gosh. come no. dressed in their Jane Austen best, like Pride and Prejudice. And they have their um, supervisors, like their, their women that like look over them. And it's, it's wonderful. When did this come out? Is this it more is another recent? like early? No, it's like an early two thousand earlier ones. And um, oh God, I'm writing this down. Do it, not worry. Regency I'm house down. party. Um, but Manor House. There's 1940s house. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. Um, the Colonial House was really fascinating too. Did I don't you, think I got through Colonial that House. That one I thought was fascinating for so many reasons. The yeah. whole religion stuff was real. That was so much about yeah. like they were supposed to go to church every Sunday because there was a pastor who was sort of also the yes. de-, de facto leader. And there was a and he started couple, getting a little. Uh, yeah, he got a little crazy. Yeah, right? yeah. And then there was and there was like a family that was like, we're not going to come worship on Sunday. And they were like, oh yes, you. You are. Oh my God. And the African American gentleman who was on that show was there was, if I'm remembering correctly, he left 
he had to leave because he was like, this is so disturbing oh to me because gosh. it's connecting me to the mentality of the colonialists who were like, let's get slaves because the life was so hard there. Didn't he was like, I'm someone's out. girlfriend die while they were on the show and they had to go home? Like one I of think the, you're right. The someone, one of the someone did die. Girlfriend, like the, one of the son's girlfriends died. He had to leave and then he came back he came to back. the show. He came back. But it was like, oh my God. Yeah, there was a, there's a lot of drama in Colonial House. You may need to revisit I'm that gonna, as much as I need to revisit Manor House. Yeah. I mean, that I don't understand why those aren't just going constantly. Why, aren't, yeah. why isn't there a house series every year. I would love there to be. What would you like to see you feel has not been done yet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is an early mash game warm up. Oh, save it. We're saving We're it for saving mash it. game. Okay, okay, How okay. dare I? Why would I even think that we would talk about that before mash? But the reason I brought up Manor House was because, you know, the family that, um, that was, so in Manor House, for those of you who haven't oh, seen it, please, please do yourself a favor yeah. and go watch it because it's on Amazon it's a PBS. It's like a learning series. It, you do find out a lot about what life was like during this. But time. I think it was made like it's done by PBS. So it feels like something you'd watch in school, but maybe. Totally but it's wonderful. Yeah. And um, the uh, the family that is like the the family of the house feels very the dad doesn't. The dad loves being the dad of the house. Now, the sister. OK. And then the, the mom. <laughs> I'm so in. I'm so, so mom, in. The mom likes it too, although she gets a little lonely. But then the mom's sister lives with them, but she's unmarried and she's kept locked away. In, in a, and she has to, she's locked away in a room. She's not allowed to do anything because she's like a spinster, right? Yeah. In that time. And she has to leave because she's losing her mind. She has to leave. <laughs> and she's like, I can't stay here anymore. I yeah. have to go. But the people downstairs, I mean, although they have, you know, a lot more work to do, the people that the the servants yeah they seem to have a lot more fun mm-hmm. but you know so i don't know i always think would i rather be upstairs or downstairs yeah and i think if i was upstairs i'd want to be able to walk downstairs and hang out with the downstairs people but you're not allowed to yeah so we've all seen i mean some of us have seen most people have seen down Abbey. i guess a mm-hmm. lot of people it was mm-hmm. a sensation it was but that was after manor house manor yeah, house it was, paved, it was. i promise you i paved the way Downton Abbey, the, whoever created Downton Abbey saw Manor House and went, well, this can't stop here. I need to keep going. That's right. And it was also the, yeah, it's a, I, I always forget his name, but it's a guy who's done a bunch of that kind of adaptation, but he really hit a huge home run with Downton Abbey. And Upstairs Downstairs was a PBS show that was a fictitious, it was kind of like, I think Downton, I would say Upstairs Downstairs preceded Manor House. They yes. may have looked, PBS may have looked at Upstairs Downstairs, which was, I think, also a PBS slash BBC I gotta watch that. It's on my queue. I gotta yeah. watch it. Because there's an old one and then they tried to reboot it and it, the reboot was kind of flat. Mm. It was like, oh, wait, they already rebooted it via Downton Abbey and that was better. Right. But the original one. But the original one is like the PBS era where it, everything, the cameras aren't great and the sound isn't great. So And when they go feels... outside, it feels like uh, you're in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like British shows, yeah. when they walk outside, all of a sudden you you're like, like whoa, hit whoa. over the head with like, oh, what are you? Where yeah. are you? Yeah. What year is it? Yeah. Which I love. Now, do you feel like, is there any part of you when you see stuff like that, like I was sort of saying about the Frontier House, which is beyond a stretch, do you feel like there's any part of you that like your genes are like reacting to like, gosh, there's something about this that feels like yeah. I can understand it or I, there's something about it that feels almost like a memory or, or something. Yeah. Sort of. I know that's <laughs> yeah. very hocus pocus, but. No, I know. I get what you're saying. And yes, like I um, long to 
live i don't know how i do but i like to think in my mind that i do very well off the grid mm-hmm. to an extent mm-hmm. Be, now anyone who knows me who listens to this is, is laughing is going maria you you are very picky about what hotel you stay uh-huh. in <laughs> and i get it but there is no middle ground for me girl right i just had to i so dramatically pointed, she pointed at, at you me. She pointed her, as i pointed at you as if there could be someone else in the room that i would have pointed out but i picked you of all the people in the room i will i picked you i will i will go out into the middle of the forest and live off the land i will kill a rabbit for food if i must and i will stay at the four seasons and have the time of my life but god help me if i stay at a holiday inn do you know what i mean i really know what you mean and i don't mean that literally of course i stayed a holiday in my financial situation allows me to not do otherwise uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, but what i'm saying is is there's 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 one way or there's the other way i feel the same way and i my my version of that would be like agreed that i want it how i want it based on what's available to mm-hmm. me but if i am like I even say even like being at Sketchfest, which is a stupid example because it's still like a nice hotel and all that. Mm-hmm. But I so quickly adjust. Like I remember like even just going camping or going to camp, like I got so used to not showering to the point where right. you're like, I don't ever want to shower again. That's I don't great. care that I smell. I'm so happy. Like I don't like I'm just scrubbing my teeth with my with my finger. Right. I know it's I know that I'm sure someone would say like that's because you there's an end to it. But I think that people are very adaptive and adaptable yeah. and I would become, I think, as a quote unquote addicted to shower, like to bathing in a stream. Yes. If if that's what I did for a year, I would be like, I'm unco- like, I would it would be like coming, and then you would come back into society, and you'd be like, everything's too loud. There's too much of everything. There's what what is happened? Like everything is just too much. I got to get out of here. We went. Me and a couple of my friends went camping a couple months ago, and um, it was up in the redwoods. And a couple people went and drove to go on a redwood tour. And I was like, I've seen it. And also, I just did this like long drive. I don't want to, you know, I just want to stay at the campsite. So me and my two friends, um, Tally and Melissa, we were. um, There was a stream right by our campground, and for the next two hours, we had nothing to do. So there seemed to be a little blockage in the stream. We spent the next two hours moving the rocks in the stream to let the river flow. I love it. And I was having the time of my life. <laughs> I totally hear you. I mean, <laughs> we I know were... everyone who's, who knows anything about both of us is going like, you are fucking idiots but we're right not, now. But, it's, but I can't tell you how pleasurable that is. I'll give you another example. And there are plenty of people, by the way, who would not say, at least we, at least we have that relationship to it. Maybe we'd be proven wrong. And someone is like very smug right now thinking they could prove us wrong. But there are plenty of people who are like, "Mm -mm, not for me. Don't want to put my feet in any water that I have. You know what I mean? Right. I've been making, I started to make chicken stock. Great. I've never felt more connected to my frontier roots than looking at a huge, cast iron pot filled with just water chicken bones celery carrots and onion and watching it slowly morph i'll stand there looking at it for like an hour how about that and my boyfriend will go what are you doing in there and i'll go and just watching it yeah and i'll watch it turn from clear to yellow to stock yeah and it's i just love it i mean i can see myself on the frontier 
over a pot waiting for, you know, my husband to come home with the bison and just, you know, loving it. So tomorrow someone says like, Maria, I'd like to cast you on this show. And I'm not going to go into the mash categories because again, I'm very much looking forward to it. But yeah, if someone was like, you can do this. Yes. 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 That's mainly my reason for wanting like Manor House to come back again is so I could maybe have a chance. Yeah. Do they cast... When they cast Americans? No. <laughs> so that would maybe take a this little... Time. Maybe this time. Maybe this time. How Italian is your are your Italian roots? My my dad is Italian. My mom is uh, Irish, Irish-German. And so my dad, my grandma and grandpa, my, my dad's mom and dad were both born in Chicago. And my grandma's parents are both from Chicago, but my grandpa's parents came from Italy. So it's two generations Mm -hmm. from Italy, I think. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So we're not, we're not fresh off the boat, but we're, you know. And your mom's family. They were, I think they, yeah, I think they were here longer, not too much longer, but, and they, they settled in Cleveland. And where are you from? Where'd you come from? LA, baby. LA all the way. Mm Mm-hmm. All the way. What does that mean? It means opposed to what? I like, get it. Whatever you just said, I felt. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Whereabouts in LA? LA proper or Pacific like Palisades? A, okay, yeah. Um, it's beautiful over there. It's beautiful. Yeah. Do you? You're not over there still. You're not by the ocean, are you? Still? No, no. I would love to go back to the west side. I know there's a big divide between the west side and the east side. I don't feel that divide too much because I always like. I still lived in the Palisades like after college. So I had like a job in Hollywood. Like I was always driving to Hollywood. Yeah. So it didn't seem crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, if you say you're moving to the West side, people basically throw you a going away party. I know. Which it's is true. a bummer. There are friends that I have on the West side that I just don't ever see. And um, I mean, I founded a festival with one of them and he's mm-hmm. like in century city Yeah, and I just never see him like holidays maybe right but it's so like the birthday. air is so nice over there and it's just the breeze the it's not it's nice i don't know yeah when i go i mean i still have the relation i've been in la well over a decade now which totally blows my mind and still if i go into venice at any given time i feel like i've gone to a different city and i'm yeah. on vacation yeah, i know it's even if it's a, for a work thing i'm like Whew, I feel like I my like my tension is sort of, but I cannot imagine living there. Why? I'm I well. <laughs> Please, <laughs> never been more earnest about anything <laughs> in my life. That was the most like childlike. Like, well, I mean, I first of all, I I agree with you about the air, but one thing that I have just made peace with, I think, is that like I am a like stick me in the hill somewhere i know there are hills over there but i i don't know i don't know why i can't i don't I connect with you. it the same way i connected with the east side but maybe it really is a lot of people say like it's wherever your friends are like it's wherever yeah. you visited more or it's wherever you know you first move you just grow roots because again as we've discussed we're we adapt quickly yes that's as a right. species and so there's just it just doesn't feel like my world over there yeah i mean it does when i go back to the west side it does feel like home it feels like probably how people feel when they go you know if they're from out of state and they go back home because i don't make it over there all that much but it feels really like nice to to be there and it does feel like I, i belong there more 
than the east side because I feel like the east side I love like I love this area and I love the I would love a hills house but if I can't have a hills house I'll take the the west side understood understood yeah what um what what is what was your sort of cultural makeup of like your high school and stuff did you go to private school did I you went to, to an all-girls catholic mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. Marymount mm-hmm. Um, heard of heard of yes it's uh, right across the street from UCLA in mm-hmm. Westwood uh go sailors um and it was it was pretty i mean not everyone there was catholic at all um and a lot of girls i went to grade school with went to the school as well but it was pretty um yeah (laughs) (laughs) was it pretty what was pretty white it was pretty white but it was uh, yeah i get it was definitely whiter than the, the other people might have had their right, experience right, right. being yeah yeah um but there was diversity of course did um, you guys have to wear full uniforms mm-hmm. and stuff yeah we wore uniforms i would get um detention a lot because i wouldn't wear my blazer on mondays because mondays you had to wear your blazer and your penny loafers uh-huh. and i just didn't feel like it sometimes so i'd have to detention. come yeah but yeah. detention was usually like coming in an hour early and like putting things in packages hmm. it was like um free labor what kind of uh things were being shipped out of there you were like no, and we was, also made our own soaps it was like flyers <laughs> it was like flyers to send home with people you know what i mean um but yeah i loved it there i go back there in a minute was the uniform could you wear pants or was it a skirt no 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 um i th- wait maybe you could there were a couple girls maybe that wore pants but no it was a skirt and a polo shirt and then um just black or white shoes and then some sort of sweater but the polo oh the polo shirt could be of your own choosing no 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 it was a marymount polo gotcha 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 yeah what are they is there a are there subjects that they're particularly known for like oh that's a great school for because it probably is just a great college prep school yeah i guess it's a great college prep school they were good at we our volleyball team was really well known i think did you play any sports uh i played basketball my freshman year so your continue your basketball now is a continuation of a long mm-hmm. standing love affair with mm-hmm. basketball. Well, that's the whole thing. So I played I played basketball in in grade school like at the park league and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I love basketball. I'll play in high school." And then I played my freshman year I was on the the freshman team and then I was like, "I'm really not good enough at all." And I stopped playing. And then a couple years ago when I started the Pistol Shrimps, like I was just feeling in my bones that I needed to be active. And I was like, well, what sport do I play? And it was basketball, but I'm bad at it, but I have some sense of what it is. Yeah, you know? I'm terrible at it. Well, am I terrible at it? Have I given it a chance? Yeah, even? exactly. I've barely given it a chance. There you go. You're tall. I am tall. You're closer. You're you're closer, closer to the, to the than, basket. Yeah. I think I, I really always enjoyed, I feel like, when I think back to the little amount that um, I did PE until I could stop doing PE in high school and take dance instead, um, I I only I don't ever remember really being taught any rules of basketball. I was I would go to U of A games with my mm-hmm. dad, so I sort of had a sense of them as a as a spectator. But it seems like in PE they never bothered 
taking us all the way into the game of basketball it was just like horse slash like no, it was take we're gonna ball have you and throw it around. yeah like we'll all go in a circle you'll, yeah. you'll and then you'll throw it and then you'll be running around then when you get your turn it was just about getting it into the basket from like a couple of different yeah. angles but there was never any like <laughs> this is what traveling is <laughs> right yeah no because that would have been too much they needed you to run around they can't yeah. spend all that time explaining it unless yeah. you know what they should do is they should get everyone to do like two miles in running and everyone wears a headset where they while you're running they explain the rules of basketball to you different sports they'll explain the rules and then when you're finished with your laps you know how to do something yeah and then it's like okay are you guys ready to play basketball i like that i really like that that seems like a good i wonder if that would stick that god i would be the worst at that because i could just especially as like a a teenager or junior high kid my head was so in the clouds. I mm-hmm. would have been like, what a soothing no- background noise to oh, my yeah. thoughts this oh, yeah. recording is. Yeah. Did you get into anything uh, like on the art side? Like was yeah, theater? Was there- theater. I did theater a lot. Um, and would you guys do productions where they would, you guys would play male and female roles? Yes. And then See, that's they- cool. they'd bring in uh, guys for certain roles, like in the musical and stuff. They'd bring in like one or two guys from one of the other one of the other schools um would it be from like a, a all boys school like, yeah, would like you guys swap would you would a girl go over there and be no, like I, you know i actually don't know how it worked i know that i just know that some boys were there sometimes <laughs> but i don't know the, where they were from were they hot commodities were the girls no, in no, theater no. like Ooh, we got a uh, visitor no 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 not at all they weren't anything like <laughs> that um <laughs> but yeah, I love doing theater. I'd never get a... Until my senior year, I, I usually got background parts. Yeah. Which were which was a bummer. But does that feel like it's more a reflection of, like, we have to let everyone get a no. chance to... Sh- no. They would no, cast it a was, freshman they would, if she was super talented. Yeah. Oh. And I was super talented. Yeah. But I'm just saying that they... As it happened, they couldn't see, politically. Sometimes you can't see what's right in front of uh-huh. you. That's <laughs> absolutely true. And that was happening. I was... They were blind uh-huh. to me. Yeah. And, um, but when I played minion number two in the wizard of Westwood, uh, um, wait, so wait, it was, you did a a Los Angeles area. Yeah. The backdrop had the Getty center in it. Listen, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Who decided that the kids, did the girls adapt it or was it like Gail Gail Harding, Miss Harding, Miss Harder. She's go blah, Suchi. She was like this woman that wore South Park t-shirts and I think maybe lived in a trailer. Oh, wow. But she was, and she was just not having anything. But she was like the musical director. And I think some really strange productions came out of her mind. <laughs> like what else? Uh, there was a Wizard of Westwood and then... Um, but the premise was basically the same. It was like Dorothy. And- uh yeah yeah but it took i can't remember but i was i was one of the wicked witches minions okay i wore all black and i don't remember what the other ones were but then i was in like you're a good man charlie brown i played linus and then i That's was a good role yeah it was great that was se- that was my senior year i had a lot of good roles um uh miss hackett was the director at that point and she was really great um but yeah i loved going to an all-girls school was I- I think I think it's probably why I do like anything I start now with friends is all usually all girls. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that paved the way for that of like, no, we don't need guys. Just it's girls. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have. I These guys know, but I've had a I, I 
for the longest time, it sound it's my perception of it based on nothing because I didn't have friends who went to private school or if they did, they went to co-ed private schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I just assumed I would hate it. And it, just in the course of doing this podcast, it's become clear to me that I probably would have completely flowered and like loved it. Do you have a lot done. of people gone to private schools that a, have been a on? fair amount? A fair amount have gone to have gone to all girls yeah, or, or in wow. some cases, all boys school for the summer guys. Um, yeah. And just stuff that I wouldn't have thought about like, oh, so it, d- it really does remove the sort of like it removes any vanity. It removes any. I, I just it's not even in my brain to think about what it would be like to have. I guess in college, I had guys in my class and in grade school, I did. But I guess during those formative years in high school to not have guys around. It is very it's just like be the best that you can be. Nothing's yeah. holding you back or, or taking your mind off it. You don't feel like you had gr- there were girls who like bullied or got bullied or girls who were sort of still like, you know, the sort of cliches of like there's her there's hitching their skirt up high still oh, no, for like, sure sort of, like i rolled yeah. my skirt up like everyone you, you of course everyone God, i would have still- been tugging my skirt down as hard as i could <laughs> I, I mean i did not want anyone to see my no life. there was still absolutely a sense of wanting to look good in front of you know your friends and everything and um some teachers but um for the most part I never saw any true bullying. I, I saw, you know, of course there were like the queen bee type people, but I never like saw anyone crying in the bathroom. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I do know. Yeah. So it was, it's, it was a pretty good vibe for the most part. Yeah. Except for you were a bad kid because you wouldn't wear your blazer sometimes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just didn't want it. You're the rebel in the bathroom smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Yeah. Actually, my teacher thought I was, I was, ne- I never drank, did drugs, did anything. And one day in, in my English class, my uh, teacher, Mr. Lynch, looked over at me and he went, I smell cigarettes over here. And I was like, Mr. Lynch, I promise you, you don't smell cigarettes over here. He's like, Maria, you need to stay after class. And everyone in the class was like, Mr. Lynch, she didn't smoke any cigarettes. I was like, I don't know how to tell you this, but you're not smelling cigarettes. On yeah. There. And he was in. I wonder what he, I wonder what he was smelling. I think I the girl nearby. next to me had, had been smoking cigarettes, but, um, but it was just funny. The whole class chimed in and was like, Maria, we all know. Maria we didn't. all know. Of all the people uh-huh. you could pick on in this class, she didn't do it. Uh, the person yeah. sitting next to you probably was like, nice. Yeah. She didn't say what, she didn't say that she had done it. Now, when you said that you liked to dress nice for some teachers, mm-hmm. did that mean that you had crushes on some teachers or that they were just like the cool teachers that you wanted to still kind of impress? No, crushes for yeah. sure. Like, yeah. you don't have to name any names, but, um, what kind of people were they <laughs> just when any younger i mean when any younger guy would come to to campus excluding you know theater theater boys um it would be very i, mean, I love that they're an exception were they gay boys uh no not all of them they were just um maybe they, just, they were too eager mm, uh mm-hmm, okay um and so yeah when any young guy would come to to campus the girls would flock yeah and um it became a little bit of a feeding frenzy (laughs) (laughs) did any of the younger male teachers like get into any trouble no no, no. there was never any like and then he did sleep with someone no 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 (laughs) not at all not at all but i probably put teachers like that in strange situations i was very bold and I would go like, like the principal of the school knew I had a crush on this teacher and like put us in a room and was like, okay, you guys, I ordered you lunch. <gasps> what? Like, Who was the principal that they were like matchmaking in yeah, some know, weird it way? It was really nice. Holy shit. Nothing happened, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. just, it was just yeah. like this 
you know, people, no one took anything too seriously, I guess. Wow. I did know. you feel it was a different like, time? It was a different time. Did you feel like you did better in classes that you, did you feel motivated to do well? I didn't with have people them as my teacher. Oh. Okay. They were always kind of just in the, just on campus. You huh. know what I mean? What were they teaching? Um, that you wouldn't be taking their classes? Just oh, just years, other, just, just other years. younger grades or something okay, like that. Okay. Um, did you like participate in student council kind of stuff? Was there even anything like yeah, that? Yeah, there, there was student council. I did not participate. Um, what did I do? I did the thing called D-Task. Mm-hmm. Drama Teachers Association of Southern California. Mm. Anyone listening that did D-Task, you'll know what I'm talking about. It was It's this thing that happens twice a year. And in the fall, it's a Shakespeare festival. And then in the spring, it's just a theater festival and basically you come with scenes prepared Mm -hmm. and all over california they or southern california they you come and you compete and then you get like awarded so all different schools come and compete and it's basically like a uh like a sports tournament Mm -hmm. but for acting i did there was something like that in college that I participated in, but there wasn't, I didn't, there wasn't, I definitely wasn't a part of anything like that in, in high school. Well, I won fourth place. In, Outstanding. Um, and it, my trophy's still in the um, trophy case. What does the trophy look like? It's very small. It's a fourth place trophy. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a comedy tragedy mask or something? It's, uh, yeah, I, actually, I believe it is. <laughs> I really no do. One, no one knows how to represent anything. But, I mean, that's right. When it, whoever, I guess it was the Greeks, but like when that, when mm-hmm. that mask, when that double mask was originated, yeah. people were like, we're done here. Yeah. We don't ever have to come this up with another good. symbol for theater ever <laughs> again. Whoever did this, this is good. Good. This is good solid graphic design work. This yeah. is a good logo. It's perfect. Yeah. What was the what what did you do that you what original, did you perform? It was an original piece my friend Christy Bonna and I did. Um uh God, I can't even I can't even remember. I honestly don't remember, but I know we wrote it like the day before and our acting teacher was very mad at us, but like we couldn't think of anything original and then we were like, oh, let's just do this thing. And I think it was just like this simple scene where we were just talking to each other and uh, we got fourth place. I couldn't believe it. Well, well, that was going to be my next question was, were you of the thinking of like, I can't believe we only got for fourth place or no, if it was like, it was, holy shit, yeah, no, somehow like, we got fourth place. I, and I don't think our acting teacher is very appreciative yeah, either I'm that sure. we got fourth place because it was like all these other kids had worked real hard and then we got fourth place Ooh. and we're like, sorry. <laughs> and then on the way home, our bus got shot at. What? I don't remember anything else other than like there was a, there was, um, something hit the glass of like the bus and someone said everyone get down and i couldn't stop laughing oh. <laughs> <laughs> um but so now we know fine. that's your reaction to yeah, an no, emergency just, yeah is to laugh laugh were you scared no i don't think i believed i think i think i kept going uh we got shot at and laughing <laughs> <laughs> i don't know did you have any anxieties or feel like were you fearful about anything when you mm-hmm, were younger? Much so. What were you? What would make you anxious if not being shot at when you were in <laughs> no, the school? That was fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, throwing up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I have a humongous fear of that, mm-hmm. and it was quite paralyzing in my youth. Uh, so that was a big uh, thing for me. What? Um, did we talk about this a little bit on the big ones or something? I don't know. Maybe I don't you know. and I it just covered this out. somewhere. It always yeah, yeah. seeps out of me. Well, in some there's way. also 
I think there's something about it because it's such an isolated thing that is relatable enough. It's Mm -hmm. like the same thing as a fear of heights, but it's slightly more interesting because it's less common, Mm -hmm. at least in terms of what people admit. Mm -hmm. But but it's very... (laughs) This is a terrible, terrible way of describing it for what it is. But it's like a nice bite size phobia. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, OK, like that's novel enough. Mm-hmm. And we all hate throwing up. No one likes it. It's quirky for think. sure. But yeah, it's like very it's very identifiable. Opposed to just like, you know, having it be something more vague. There's like something death. Like very. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, because I being a kid, I mean, I hated throwing up, too. And it did feel like. You know, the amount of times I've thrown up as an adult is dwarfed in comparison with the amount of times I threw up as a kid, just getting sick, having the flu and stuff, like just being exposed to more germs and getting sick more often. Um, And that truly was like the worst part about getting sick. So it's a very realistic, reasonable thing to dread. Right. But yours did yours, but yours went to a place of like, of like I can't go out because if I go out I might start feeling sick and then if I start feeling sick then I might throw up right so I better just stay in bed (laughs) but that would be when you weren't feeling sick at all right but I would start feeling sick because my anxiety would cause me yeah it causes nausea yeah so I would start feeling anxious and then I'd feel nauseous and then I'd be anxious because I was nauseous but I'd be nauseous because I was anxious and so um yeah and looking back now, do you think that was about anything else or it really was just well, feeding into, I guess it's always about something else. Yeah, I guess in the bigger picture is the, it's the loss of control. It's, it's your body feeling something like with a headache, you can take something and it's gone, right? With nausea, there's barely anything for the most part, except for Ativan, I found mm-hmm. that, um, that just like nips it mm-hmm. in the bud completely. And so it's this thing coming over you that's so unpleasant that you this feeling of nausea that's so unpleasant that you can do nothing you literally yeah. can do nothing about i think i would almost i think i, I mean I'm, i feel like i've said this and many people have as well like i'd almost rather feel anything but that i'd rather yeah. have a cold i'd rather yes. have a fever i'd rather have anything. a headache i'd rather have a backache like there's just about nothing and there's nothing and i don't know why we're still throwing up to be honest <laughs> Like, why is this still a thing? Opposed to like, well, well, if there's something in your system that's got to get out. No, stay, just stay in. (laughs) If we can find something that it can be in there, it can just be eradicated without me even having to deal with it. Right, right. But zap it. Yeah, zap it. Yeah, zap it. Have you had food poisoning as an adult? No, knock on wood. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I have not thrown up too many times in my life. That's the ironic thing. Mm um but now that but i've it said it i probably though. will well no but it kind of it, that also makes sense because I, w- I was paralyzingly afraid of bees when i was little Me too. and it be- because it bees seemed cause. like a <laughs> <laughs> because um because i was you know so like i couldn't imagine how painful it would be and it just seemed like and all you know it just was it was just terrifying and it was like bees are everywhere and for some reason you can't I was not a child who could embrace the idea that bees were good and that they didn't want to sting you and all that kind of stuff. I just couldn't get behind that. And so I was just terrified. Any picnic, any, you know, out being yeah. outside and seeing a bee anywhere near me, my adrenaline would rush. I would have to get up from the seat oh, yeah. and like, you know, scurry around and try to like make sure the bee didn't get anywhere near me. Bees were huge. I had to go to right? therapy because of bees. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Bees were a huge. Bees because of bees. Thank you. I went to therapies because of, <laughs> because of bees. <laughs> 
um yeah like i couldn't go to the beach like i remember going to the beach and there were bees everywhere and having like go sit in the car yeah but i got stung multiple times okay because i was gonna say i never got stung you've never i was in my 20s and then i finally got stung and it was awful but it was i my whole relationship to bees changed after that i was like oh okay it's survivable and like i was okay and i hated it but like i felt really bad for the bee that died and yeah it just changed but now i hate wasps it's just it's transferred over now and i hate wasps but i have been flew into my car like two years ago landed on my hand and stung me as i was driving dude my first bee sting i got into my car put my seatbelt on turned on my engine and it stung me like at my jugular and i didn't understand what was happening because it was in i didn't see it happen and my car was closed oh so it felt like someone had shot me or something <laughs> i, I didn't understand shot. i couldn't yeah. understand until i saw the little sad bee lying mm-hmm. on the seat yeah. i was like i couldn't imagine what had happened right. and that was it terrifying. is a weird fe- it's the weirdest feeling it's more than a pinch it's like it it's it's a bad feeling to be stung by a bee yeah it's much worse by the way for me to have been like to have been stung by wasps so i've have been stung twice it in the same spot on different days oh my god in the inner part of my arm, like oh my the God. upper inner part of my arm, which is very tender skin. Yes, yes, yes. I remember very I got stung painful. by, what are the big black bees? Are those bum, bumble like bumblebee? Bee? What are like, I don't know, the big black ones. I got stuck on my finger and it swelled up where I couldn't even write. It was on my right hand. I couldn't <sighs> even write with my, I remember I was in like third or fourth grade. What did the therapist uh, do to address the bee thing? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so it worked great. But I was a very fearful kid. Um, I'm I was afraid of flying. Um, uh, roller coasters. I mean, anything really. I was afraid well, of roller go- coasters. My God, you can connect that to being nauseated. Yeah, lickety split. And then uh, going being away from home. Like I never went to camp. I never went to anything. So I was <laughs> a little bit of a um, bit of a downer, I guess. Not in those rooms when you would bat your eyelashes at those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you, did you date? Were you d- dating in high no. school? Okay. No. I did not. Me and my friends had a lot of fun, but we did nothing um, salacious. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't. We had a lot of fun. Did your crushes extend to, were like, would you have crushes on, like, musicians and, mm-hmm. and actors and stuff like that? Oh, yes. Who, you and McGregor. Oh, good one. Good choice. Well, it went Ryan Phillippe was my no- I can't support that choice the way I can support you and McGregor. Okay, well I <laughs> this is <so> I <laughs> was like obsessed with him, right? Like obsessed in grade school. And then it moved on to you and McGregor in high school. But then I was on Drunk History two years ago and I saw on the call sheet for the next day Ryan Phillippe was gonna be there and I was like, whoa whoa. Like I couldn't believe it. I was like, okay. And so then I come into the, the trailer the next day and I'm like, okay, what am I wearing today? And they put a mustache and a <laughs> and a man's wig on me and I had to just be like a server. Oh, and I was like, no. Well God <laughs> So there's some really funny pictures of me and him in a scene together. How was he? He was nice. He didn't talk much, but yeah. my did my inner monologue for my character was that I was in love with him. So a lot. If you watch me during that episode, I'm staring longingly at him. Wonderful, wonderful. So I got a little bit in there. That was going to be my question. Was you know having the removal of being in Arizona for me and having crushes on people, like the idea that you could actually be living in the same city mm-hmm. and going to high school 
and knowing that your crush could be like shooting a movie down the way would be so different a girl that went to my high school lived next door to him and so it was so different like a friend of mine lived next door to him yeah and so it was um yeah it felt it felt attainable Mm, yeah absolutely um which maybe was dangerous but then yeah it went from ewan mcgregor to john mayer and then um uh, it just skyrocketed from there. <laughs> <laughs> There's been many. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess those are the big three. The but it never three. is. It. <laughs> never the f- Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Yeah, but I've only... it was a Catholic school. <laughs> yeah, but I've only met Ryan Phillippe. So okay. the other two. I'm waiting. <laughs> the clock's ticking, everybody. The clock's ticking. The clock's ticking. God, I don't know if I could name a John Mayer song. Somehow, I'm sure I've heard a million, and somehow I just can't. I want to run through the halls of my high school. I want to scream at the top of my lungs. You haven't heard that song? That sounds vaguely familiar. The problem is that when you said, I want to, all of a sudden, I just thought it was like, I want to rock with you. What's that? All night. Like an old Jackson 5 song. Oh. <laughs> or maybe it might be Michael Jackson. Um, Your body is a wonderland. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot. I mean, he's the hits just keep on coming yeah. with that guy. I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure I would know if I heard them, but I wouldn't. I'll let you know. I know a lot of people are listening to this going, John Mayer, meh. He, I get it, but those songs are smooth. Yeah. And they feel nice. Why do people not like him? They think he's cheesy? Maybe. Yeah, I think so. But I, I, you know, when certain music feels nice to my ears, I can't, I can't disregard it. I appreciate that and I respect it. That's one of the things that I think has been so great about getting older is having such a less attachment to like worrying about feeling shame about liking something or not liking something. I cared so much more. And I think I thought I didn't care back then because I Mm -hmm. definitely would do things where I was like, and I don't even care. But then there was a whole category of stuff that like, I'm sure I deeply cared about. Like if it wasn't cool to whatever group of people it was important to me to be cool to, I wouldn't have admitted liking or not liking something. Well, I'll say that I like stuff and people will think I'm being like... Ironic. Ironic. And it was like, oh, Maria likes this. And it's like, no, I really do like that. Yeah. And I, I'm, I don't know what to say, but people will be like, you're just being like, you know, you're doing like, like a you bit. think it's funny to like John Mayer. No, I don't. I yeah. think it's nice that John Mayer exists and puts out nice music. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that part of the, the sort of like the, the i don't it's hardly like a downfall but is it part of being in the comedy world if you're if you're willing if you're if you've got a wryness to you and you're willing to like joke or make fun of certain things Mm -hmm. then the expectation is that like there isn't there there can't be things that like your heart is very soft about you know yeah maybe but particularly if it's something that someone else is like that's so dorky well i i tend to like things that are very mainstream but then i also like things that are very um not mainstream and so people i don't think can get a handle on it okay do you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah and so they think like i'm just being like alternative because i like you know you're being so alternative you're because you like something not alternative and it's like no i just like the sound like i love a pop song My yeah god i love a pop song yeah so i sue th- me i feel but i feel like more and more that's why i'm saying i feel is more acceptable and i don't know if it's my age or if it's the our our culture because there are so many choices now but i feel i feel like never has it been more okay to be someone who 
loves like this most like alternative indie band that no one's heard of and yeah. then also watches the real housewives or you know that's what i mean true, like i feel like true. it's that makes okay you a time person. To- <laughs> <laughs> yeah that makes sense you're a better human being like teen mom i love i am the only person i know that watches teen mom and i have for the last 15 years oh, i didn't even know it was a thing that's how oh, out of it I mtv am. It's re- Teen Mom, Teen Mom 2, but I'll watch that and I love every second and of it. And is it a reality show mm-hmm. following Teen Moms? Uh, well, they were Teen Mom. They were on the show 16 and Pregnant and then they got their spinoff oh, show. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know not, I do not know a single person that watches yeah. that show. What do you think appeals to you about it, if you I had just, to say? Just watching them all grow up. Yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know. I like the drama of it, I guess. Do you feel uh, a sense of like, do you like the for example i mean uh, this is i'm a i'm a bad example of this because i i don't tend to watch reality shows like i i know that there's a love-hate relationship that a lot of smart people have with certain things like the real housewives i think i mean my sense of it is that there's there is sort of like a oh my god she's such a ridiculous fool but i also love watching her kind of thing right although my as my friend said the real housewives of new jersey the first season is better than shakespeare and i stand by that 100% 100% and there yeah. is nothing n- no, there is no love hate there it okay. is just appreciation yeah. for the content they're bringing all right okay I'm listen I I, I I have a lot of friends who are very very funny and very 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 smart and they love them and I it's not that I ever tried watching one and was like I can't do this right. I just haven't ever even turned it on um I have no I have no sense of myself like in a, in a pompous way that I'm like, I'm above that. I have no sense right. of that well, at all. It's good you don't watch but, it actually because you'd get sucked in so, and especially because you have so many seasons backlog now. Right, right. That you just, we wouldn't see you Why for bother? months. <laughs> like, honest to God, honest to God, you'd be gone. Yeah. Well, you'd Howard Hughes it up in here and then people would be like, where's Janet? I think she's on season three of New York. God, you know? I, yeah, I guess that's true. But now everything you're saying instead of turning me off is making me feel like then maybe I need. Oh, this is so hard. <laughs> then do it. This is so hard. This, I don't nice. want to, I don't want to exaggerate, comforting. but this is the hardest decision I've ever <laughs> had to make. It's not, it's just nice to have something to turn on and you can just sit back and you know, it's going to be entertaining no matter what. Yeah. No matter what. <laughs> it's gonna feel nice it's nice yeah so why 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 does it feel so nice because it's the it's like these stock characters but they're real people and then like i don't know it's just fun to watch something about that formula they figured it out they did they figured it out fascinating yeah god damn okay uh i want to get into this mash game with you um Mm -hmm. We know that I've already been backlogging ideas. I could barely focus on talking about anything else, just (laughs) thinking about getting to this MASH game already. Um, So for the first category, uh, we got to nail the one that we were talking about at the beginning, Mm -hmm. which is um, three three reality show set in time and place sort of concepts that you would like to see that you are not aware of existing yet okay. all off uh, frontier house and manor house okay um 19 okay wait 19 1920s 1920s chicago house great um let's see here Gold Rush House. Oh, great. Oh, that's great. Um, hold on, okay. Do you let's see, do you have one? 
I, I, I'm hard. Ooh, I do. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Barbary Coast era San Francisco house when the whole Embarcadero was just all of these fucking ships coming in and then people would get there. I guess that's kind of Gold Rush house, but it's not because it would be like ship. It would be like ship house. Right. Because people would just <laughs> abandon their ships. This house is a ship house. I, <laughs> this house is a piece of ship house <laughs> because people would just abandon their ships and go on to shore and then new ships would arrive and people would have to climb over the existing ships to get onto the city and that just happened so there was like a city of abandoned boats but there would be like the whore boat the hotel boat the bar boat wow. so people were going in and out of the city so but there were like old like things were just starting to decay and rot and so even now san francisco's embarcadero like way into the embarcadero um are all built on old shipwrecks yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So we'll we'll say Gold Rush House is more of like a okay. mining for gold in the hills house, but then we have Barbary Coast yes. House. Yes. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. I've never been to San Francisco. We gotta get you up there. Never. Well, you gotta do something at Sketchfest. Yeah. I'll, um, <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds good. I'm trying to think. I mean, that because it would have to be America. I, or I guess it doesn't have to be America. If I'm thinking of it. Oh, I, by the way, I just put Barbara. No, no, no. That's good. I'm just thinking to myself now. I was like, eh, this, no, no, this no, is my match. This is my, this is like a game I play in my head that just feels nice to think like, what would I want to see? So I'm just, you know, yeah, those three are great. So this segues into the next category, which is very adjacent, which is three places usually i would do like three places you have a vacation house but in this and sometimes i'll go like and it can be you know other worlds it can be Mm -hmm. but for you for this particular category i want to do three places that you have to go off the grid and live off the land and Mm -hmm. do you know do get kill your own food find it harvest it you know all that kind of stuff three sort of places in the world areas climates that kind of thing okay one would be like a walden pond type Mm -hmm, area mm -hmm. so um you know an east coast forested transcendental Mm -hmm. love it um just somewhere where i could sit and read yeah and, and you would like have sketches of all the birds that would come oh, yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many sketches. <laughs> a lot of a lot of books with oppressed leaves. That, that's in what we'll them. do at Sketchfest. Great. I'll sketch all the birds. <laughs> um and then like England like um like a, a middle of the country English like countryside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a um Pride and Prejudice type country house. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be, that would be second. And then third would maybe be, hmm, hmm, off the grid. Yeah. Very off the grid. Very off the grid. Um, gosh, I don't, I don't know. Cause like all I have to, hmm, maybe like, um, like I've never been, but I've always wanted to go to like the fjords up in. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I wanted. I mean, it would suck for the cold part, of right? The year, but, but I've always wanted to go because I don't want to like stay at a hotel up in that wilderness. Like I'd love to go with a group of people where it's like all camping and everything, mm-hmm. but you're just really out in the wild. Yeah. So yeah, just put okay, the fjords. fjords. Great. Um, Great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, excellent. Okay three let's do three uh now for in this particular case it doesn't have to be mary but it can just be like three alternate universe like companion boyfriend 
uh, sexual partner, husband, mm-hmm. uh, but three, and it can be characters from things. It doesn't have to just be like famous people from any era, any age. Okay. Um, Mr. Darcy. Right. Um, uh, Georg von Trapp from oh, Sound of Music. Yeah. Let's see. And give me a second. Mm, take it. Take it. Simba from the Lion King. <laughs> Amazing. This is um, how the game is played, my friend. <laughs> this is how the game is played. I couldn't support that choice more. Could not support that choice more. In fact, it's going to segue, segue me into the next category, oh, which wow. is like three uh, creatures, three non-human creatures that you can transform yourself into. Uh, in real life? Uh, a dog. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Is the question? <laughs> is the question? A. Is this really going to happen? Or B. Do they have to be real animals, or could they be magical creatures? That's the. Is I'm asking you when you no, say. No, I in was real just life. saying that as a joke. Okay. Um, but you're saying in this situation, if I could, turn I'm into- saying they can also be fictitious creatures in addition to being. No, known I don't want to be like a werewolf or anything. Like that sounds stupid. Or like a unicorn. Yeah, no, I don't want right. anything to do with any of that. Like <laughs> any shameful. beast, any beast from like a uh-huh. fantasy movie. I please uh-huh. no. I don't want to be in that world. I don't okay. want anything to do with it. Okay. They have to be creatures. Um, well, I'd I'd love to be I'd love to be a cat just Great. so I could like you know nap and eat and play. Great. Um, a bird would be nice. Maybe mm-hmm. like I have dog. By the way, that was you said that first. Do you oh, still mean that? Yeah, yeah, I okay. still mean that. And then a bird. <laughs> my three, the three, a dog, a cat, and a bird. <laughs> Like a little kid's yeah, book. Those are the three I want to be. <laughs> um, yeah, a bird would great. be great. Great. Uh, do you have a specific kind of bird that you'd want to be? I know you like to sketch them a lot when yeah. you're out in uh, Walden. Uh, no, just one that's like, you know, out out and about. <laughs> you know, not one that's in a cage. <laughs> that sucks so bad. I know. Or I don't want, uh, I don't want like anyone that could be, you know, a pet to like a little five-year-old. Right. Something yeah, that's out that. in the wild. Yeah. But nothing that flies too high just because like <laughs> I'd want friends in mm-hmm. the, and they're so lonely up there. Yeah. But not a pigeon because those are the... <laughs> Well, maybe like a, listen, I got a lot of goldfinches around here that I've attracted due to oh. the, all those seeds I put out and they're damn cute. Okay. Yeah. And they're very social. They're always around oh, yeah, each I'd other. Oh yeah. I'd love to be that. Yeah. They're very because, good looking. Oh, oh, this is, all, I love woodland creatures. Mm-hmm, so anything mm-hmm. where I could be in the woods. Have you ever seen the show Little Bear? I don't think so. It was a Nick Jr. show. It uh-huh. might, it's not Is it based off of the books? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've read the books, but it's I It's the don't. most lovely TV show I've ever... If When I'm feeling sad, sometimes I'll put it on and it's so comforting to me. It's just about this little bear and he lives in the... He, he lives in, in the woods with all his woodland creature friends. And then this girl, Emily, that like... Li- <laughs> that like visits in the summer for like to her grandparents comes out and plays with all of them. Is it, is it a cartoon? Yeah. It's not like live action. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a cartoon, but it's so, it's just like one episode, Little Bear's mom will be like, let's have a picnic today. And they'll just go out and sit in the woods and have like lemonade and cake. And yeah. that'll be the episode for the most part. Or they'll put on a little play in the woods. Great. 
That's all I Sounds want. Sounds ideal. I know. It really does. That's great. Okay. Oh, actually, that is, will segue to our next <laughs> question. <laughs> That's great. This will segue right into our next uh, category, which is three um, television shows or films that you can jump into and just be in that world. And you're not revisiting the plot or you're not a character in it. You're just in that world. I'm just in that world. Um, hmm. Hmm. Uh, well, let's put down Little Bear because I really do Great. love that world. Great. I know. It was like I was testing you. I know. Will she? Gosh. What other TV shows where I'm just in that world? I mean, I really liked Big Little Lies. I loved that world. Yeah. I, and I've been wanting to rewatch it recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe that where Great. I just jump in and I'm just there. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh. What would you say? I'm not going to use your answer. I'm just... Mm-hmm. To spitball off of? Yeah. I mean... Well, I don't know. You might... I mean, I would... Based on what we talked about, I would maybe throw myself into like a Pride and Prejudice kind of, you know, world just to get something different going. Although the clothing would be slightly oppressive, maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, let's just put Manor House down. Oh, great. Because oh, it's, yeah, we just, talked it's about tying everything in. It's tying everything Good in. Good call. Okay. Three foods or drinks that you can have in this alternate universe that in this realm are, you know, maybe they're bad for you. Uh, you have an allergy, high in calories, feel sick mm-hmm. afterwards, anything like that, that uh, in this universe that we're creating, you can have in perpetuity with zero ramifications. Donuts. Great. My favorite food. Um, um, uh, the boiling crab crab legs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, with the whole shebang. And um, like a homemade, uh, like a homemade chocolate cake. Oh, great. But not too much sugar, like, but just really yeah. a fluffy, mm-hmm. nice, fluffy cake. Mm-hmm. With um, fresh whipped cream, maybe. Ooh. With, but again, not too sweet. Right, right, right. Yeah, you don't want the whipped cream to be too sweet. You don't want the cake to be no, too sweet. No, I, I just like it. I just like that little bit of sweet, mm-hmm. little bit of creaminess, and just a fluff. Mm-hmm. Great. I couldn't agree more. It sounds wonderful, and I'm <laughs> angry that I don't have access to it right now. Uh, okay, next category is essentially, um, it nicely relates to the idea that you're running two miles listening to something. <laughs> so we're going to do, usually I just do that you wake up in the morning with three skills that you didn't have before, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm adapting it to your episode. So it's three things that after two miles of running and mm-hmm. listening to uh, the instructions on how to do it, you are now an expert at. Just so, okay. Well, it would be honest. I would love to be able to draw well. Okay. And I know you can't learn to draw just by hearing about it. You can in this situation <laughs> okay, by running right. laps okay. and listening to someone tell you that you will be able to, okay, after yes. two miles, you'll be an expert. I would love to draw really well. Great. I'd love to be able to play the guitar really well. Great. And um, I'd like to be a fast reader. Great. Like I'd love to just pick up a book, read it. And because I am, I'm, I read well, but I don't read, I get, I, it takes me a while to finish a book yeah. and then I get bored. Yeah. Um, so I get yeah. it. Um, okay. Final category. This is where I really start to pressure myself <laughs> unnecessarily. Um, let's do... 
Let's do three people uh, in history or the present that it might be slightly unrealistic, certainly in the past because they are no longer alive, but uh, that it would be unrealistic to collaborate on something with anything. It could even be something that you don't necessarily know how to do or do in this reality. Uh, Three people that you could have like some sort of artistic collaboration with. (sighs) Okay. Let me think. God, these are questions that do people come in here with just like answers off the top no, of their no, head? No, no, it's a cruel trick I play where wow. you, no one is prepared for anything and then they feel like, why are you making me answer all these important questions <laughs> at the drop of a hat? Yeah, because like they don't matter. <laughs> like I can just toss them right off. Um, um, hmm. Okay. Hold on. Um, oh, God. I don't. Ah. Uh, this is hard. I know. I'm really calling on your improv brain. And I everyone know. understands that it's like, it may not be the thing that you would have thought of if you'd had, you know, two days to really think yeah. it over and like thumb through, like, let me look at some of my books and like, hmm, right. why don't I I'll look back at some old emails to see if I ever said right. anything about anything. This is like, it's sort of, it's sort of off the cuff, like for whatever reason you are thinking of, you know, so-and-so. Um. Okay. Beethoven? Great. Um, because I could say whatever I wanted and he couldn't hear it. Um, that's it. That's the reason. <laughs> oh, you can't hear me. <laughs> uh, yeah, that guy. Um, 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 I don't know, like, um, like an old Hollywood actor actor that was that's really good that was really good like um i don't know like uh <laughs> i don't know like a vivian lee or something uh-huh. like that mm-hmm. she might be fun let's throw her in there and um um prince great great uh okay tell me when to stop stop oh what did ha- what happened? No, 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 it's just a little thing, and then I'm gonna. No, so I'm gonna I know, pause but, this. But it was just short. I hadn't done it. Very, oh. so some people like really make me just go. No, and go I thought because I had been thinking for so long mm-hmm. that I needed to. I appreciate that, and I I have no ill judgment towards it. Um, I'm gonna pause this, do a little bit of calculating, and come back with your guaranteed fictitious match. Oh my feature. god! Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, I have the results of your <laughs> exam. Okay. And I want to let you know that in this case, you absolutely did not win fourth place. I You're being awarded first place oh my in your own future. That's awesome. Um, and I need to get a trophy made because I do not have anything ready and on hand for you. Now, the first thing I'm going to start with is let's. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm just figuring out whether I'm going to give you a ha- like, I guess the mansion apartment shack house, I'm going to maybe parlay into some other thing because I, because we both know that when you're off the grid, it's a cabin or nothing. Like you're probably yeah, it's not, not going to end up apartment. Yeah. It's not going to be an apartment. Oh, I'm off the grid. It's an apartment. <laughs> it's a duplex. <laughs> yeah, it's a duplex off the grid. Uh, but I will tell you that you do have a little cabin up in the fjords, which I'm oh very gosh. excited about. I think that's very, that's very exciting. That's awesome. Um, I really want to go on like a, I guess like a, a river cruise. They say that's one way to see the fjords. Yeah, really or like nicely. go to take a cruise to from like Greenland mm-hmm. up through the fjord. Yeah. That would be nice. I, that's got to go on the list for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so congratulations for your uh, little cabin in the fjord. Um, I also want to congratulate you for your uh, your house. <laughs> Wait, mm, wait, I I'm have really a... questioning myself. Well, you have a, you have, you, you got your, usually I would just do like a vacation home, but now I've turned it into like two separate categories uh-huh. because we, I really wanted to address the getting you into. So I'm going to say you have, so I'm going to say you have the manor house. I'm sorry, of what? The manor house. So not only are you like able to go into the world, I that's actually started your, crying. your, your house is the manor house. So you can, I mean, it's your house. So I feel like you could go back and forth and try both out if you wanted to. Like, you don't have to make the decision to only be upstairs I or only be downstairs. I am so excited. Yeah, you got you got Manor House. Pretty great. I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. Um. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad. You're so glad. <laughs> this is what it's all about. I also want to uh, thank you for bringing the world of 1920s Chicago house <gasps> to all of us to enjoy. That's going to be fun, That's right? fantastic. Um, you did a, a fantastic collaboration with Prince oh. that a lot of people are still talking about. It's really, really, really yeah. just some some interesting, great choices. <laughs> Musically? I'm assuming it's wow. music that you collaborated with. It was a different... With. It was a multi... Uh, we did couple things like a multimedia i remember you guys yeah. did that um there was like an installation at the moma that you and yeah. prince put together of those it was like music really, light sound oh it was art, awesome visual he yeah. is such a dream to work with too oh that's good to know he's so cool and like open to ideas and yeah. stuff so that was a dream and also like he's funny like you don't expect it but he's really funny did he tease like did he was he just completely embracing of or did he tease you at all about your relationship with simba <laughs> you know what's crazy is i mean they're both royalty they're both royalty yes and because simba was once a prince he gets it yeah and i bet they bonded big time they bonded for sure we all went out for drinks this one night to this watering hole literally uh-huh. and, um, <laughs> and it was just cool you yeah. know so I well the, and then and I know that you sort of have the perspective of what it feels like to be an animal because you're able to take the to embody a bird whenever you want awesome. to, which yeah. is also kind of great. So you get the sort of I would say bird's, bird's eye, eye view. view. <laughs> yeah. Um what does that leave us with? That leaves us with your uh your <laughs> incredibly fast reader. <laughs> this is my dream. <laughs> if I could be a bird and read really fast. Yeah. Super, super fast reader. And then uh, when it's time to just relax and just indulge in something, which, by the way, isn't even an indulgence because there's nothing wrong with it and you could have it as much as you want in this world, mm-hmm. just a warm, fresh-baked, homemade, not-too-sweet chocolate cake <gasps> with some wonderful, fresh-whipped, hand-whipped I can't believe it. whipped cream that's not-too-sweet. That's This is oh, great. This God, is nice. That sounds great. Yeah. This is- you really nailed it. Yeah, that's your that's your mash future. I got to put this up on a dream board. I promise you in 10 years, I will have all of this. Every one of (laughs) you watch me. Woman marries lion (laughs) and is immediately mauled. Woman breaks neck Uh. while flying off cliff. Maria, thank you so much for doing the podcast. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, I'm delighted. Uh, Where can people find you? Please tell them where they can listen to uh, your podcast with wonderful Amanda Lund, etc. Yes, the Big Ones podcast is Amanda Lund and my podcast. Um, You can just find that on iTunes. Janet has an episode that is hilarious where we talk about torture. 
That's right. Uh, and uh, I won't tell you what Janet's views are, but uh, <laughs> she's um, she comes out looking good. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> um, so yeah, to that. Oh, you can find me on Twitter at m underscore blasucci b l a s u c c i or as Paul Tompkins likes to say Munderscore. Munderscore. Perfect. Suchi. Perfect. And uh, same on Instagram. And um, yeah. That about does it, guys. Yeah, it sure does. We really stuck that ending, finish, landing. We stuck the landing? Mm-hmm. We stuck- I've never stuck a landing less verbally than when I couldn't remember how to say stuck the landing. <laughs> that feels appropriate. Uh, everybody, I will talk to you next time on the podcast. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.